Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play Podcast, episode number twenty. We've officially been alive for two decades, but we yeah, still can't still drink. Can't drink. With me, as always, is that waiter that you've tried desperately to get his attention for at least ten minutes now, <laughs> Sam Grezis. Oh, uh, thanks, man. That was that's another good one. That's one of my favorite ones you've done so far. Was that one in disappointing hot sauce? I think are two of uh, <laughs> two of the best ones you've come up with so far. That's pretty much what it is. Have I ever told you that every time I say your name, I feel like I'm pronouncing it incorrectly? Uh, yeah. Every time I say my own name, I feel like I'm pronouncing it I feel like it I'm slurring it. So. Like, Sam Grzz. Yeah, well, was that right? Like, it's the Polish SZ. There might as well not be an S in there. It's just Sam Grzz. It could be spelled G-R-E-Z-E-S, and it would be pronounced the same way. The first time I saw it, I thought it was Sam Grzizis, and then I realized you're not that cool. No. <laughs> anyway, as our guest, returning for the second time, Sam's roommate and filthy, dirty Eagles fan, welcome back to the show, Ray Rayburn. You know, uh, I didn't know that you guys weren't allowed to drink on the show. Uh, <laughs> I have to take away this can that has mysteriously appeared in front of Sam, uh, for he is a baby and he cannot be consuming such things. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Half Acre Beer Company out of Chicago, Illinois, if you want to sponsor this show, uh, well, this podcast is going to be brought to you by two tall boys of Akari Shogun beer. So, like, if you want to give us more for free, we'll give you more free shout outs. Absolutely. Anyway, last time we had Ray on was our glorious steeplechase episode. Yes. And now yes. that the Olympics have concluded, we might as well do a quick little Olympic wrap-up before we get to football news. So what did you guys think of the Rio Olympics? I I loved them a lot. I From the start to finish, I actually watched a lot of it. I really liked the opening ceremonies. I thought it, it was very artful. And for you know an Olympics event, they actually got into kind of social political stuff, which... I thought was kind of brave at the time. Uh, also, the USA won all the gold medals, which is all, which is you know a, a plus. I feel like that's most years, though. Not all years, didn't we? In London, well, I thought like we got beaten by Russia. Or China well, China or and Russia. China beat us in fun, China, but, but yeah. that, I, I mean, but whatever. Got, Great Britain had the second most medals this year. That's right. right? That's right. Yeah, Great like Britain kind of. I've also been out. nailing it with the Olympics because I've uh, timed my unemployments to coincide with the Olympics. I've never held a job for more than three years. <laughs> and I sandwiched <laughs> those three years between the London Olympics and the and the Rio Olympics. So it's been it's been a dream for me. Did you guys actually watch the steeplechase? I we did together we actually. It, yeah. well, well, we watched the end. Um about the last well it's a the men's was about an eight minute race uh we watched i watched all of it ray was kind of in and out he watched the last five minutes of it i learned something um, apparently not every jump has water on the other side yeah no there's one what there's... i felt a little cheated <laughs> <laughs> i was like i don't want to see them do i didn't know that either i admit that so when I was watching it and actually kind of paying attention, the thing I learned about the steeplechase was that, yes, yes, only one uh, of the hurdles has water behind it, but the all the other hurdles, all of the hurdles, they don't just, like, bend down for you if you don't clear them. They stretch across the entire yeah it's like a jumping over a pommel horse right yeah so if so what you're trying to say is hashtag all hurdles matter (laughs) (laughs) well no no these one these ones matter matter more pretty much oh no so whoa 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 this i i don't feel comfortable on this podcast anymore (laughs) once again this podcast is brought to you by two tall boys of beer so (laughs) two tall boys of beer and three tall boys Oh, you boy. should cut that out, Dave. <laughs> I am no. I'm leaving that in. You have anyway, to live with your embarrassments. Anyway, I want to congratulate Evan Jager. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name wrong. He, a uh, uh, U.S. born runner who got. He's from Portland. Run. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is from Portland. One of your boys. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bold move of us to send a Jager from 2011 <laughs> film Pacific Rim. Uh, <laughs> for us but apparently the officials didn't notice so no, it, was, it was good still not as good as a kenyan though <laughs> mm-hmm. nope 
we got we got beaten by uh, Kenyon in both the men and the uh, women's steeplechase. I think I already Wait. shouted out Emma Coburn uh, for getting but, the bronze. But Ruth, well, no, Jebe. Ruth Ruth Jebe was was. <laughs> that's you not her name. Say. Sounds like Jebe. She, I, I, I talked about this uh, before. I was actually reading about this. Deadspin did an article on how uh, Bahrain, very and and very small, rich countries like Bahrain, uh, often buy out the contracts of a bunch of runners and track and field uh, stars, normally from Kenya, just to get their country a gold medal. And well, that's apparently what happened this year in the women's steeplechase. Well, it worked. It did work. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that, you know, Ruth Jebet was born in Kenya and she won a medal for Bahrain. Hooray. Yeah, but uh, Emma Coburn, shout outs to her, getting the gold. Evan, Evan Jaeger, Jaeger. Okay, so I was promised this time that for the second time appearing on a football podcast, mm. I'd be allowed to talk about football. <laughs> yes, but so we're going to start with football, but okay. we're going to start with probably our greatest achievement ever. So, in episode oh, yeah. 16, we had our friend Nick on, and because it was the desert of the off-season, we were just trying to fill space, and we decided to do little predictions. So, one of our predictions was that this year, there will be a scumbag kicker. Scumbag kicker. And I just want to say that Intentional Sounding now takes full and complete credit for accurately predicting scumbag kicker. And what team does that scumbag kicker play recently re-sign oh with? And oh play for? god, here it comes. Hey. Shut up. So <laughs> no, no, no. When we when we did this, I remember distinctly saying, and I quote, now I really want a scumbag kicker. I think I wouldn't have said that. If I had known at the time that the scumbag kicker was going to be my team's kicker. Well, I was weird thinking about it. Like, you remember that yeah. movie that came out where they offered people the choice of you hit a button and it kills someone somewhere in the world, but you get a million dollars? And people all do it and then it like kills their wife? It's exactly what happened to you. You got to predict one thing correctly. And you chose scumbag kicker and you didn't realize it could be your scumbag your kicker. It was... It was our kicker. You could almost say we didn't predict it because he technically did all the beatings before we predicted it. It's just oh, that God. nobody knew about it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> did you know about it? Jesus I didn't Christ. know about it. Did you not call for help? <laughs> oh, man. Yes. So our kicker, Josh Brown, is a wife-beating piece of shit. Yep. And I fully expect him to not be on the team. We're probably going to cut him as soon as we find a decent replacement. I think we're probably going to sign one of the two kickers that the Eagles currently have on the roster. They're going to give that slot to someone. We're probably just going to pick up the whoever Ooh, was left over. You could end up with Caleb Sturgis, oh, the yeah. best God. helmet in the yes, NFL. Yes, yes. He's got the low, like... He's got a single bar for his helmet, and it's like... It's got to be at about his Adam's apple. Height. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's wearing. It looks like a normal sized person wearing Peyton Manning's helmet. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a great helmet. If you haven't seen it, it is a great helmet. I, I'm just kind of mad we found out about this at this point in time. He's not the best kicker in the world. He was. He's not Billy Cundiff, but he's not Justin Tucker. He's in that comfortable right. middle where he's just fine. Yeah, and he'll get it like. Well, and I think it, part of what we're learning about this is what at least NFL reporters think about kickers because everything I've read about it is just like they could have signed one of eight hundred other people. Yeah. To, yes, you know yes. They, they basically see him as infinitely replaceable, which is like he's got some. He's got to have some ability. He's been in the NFL. He's thirty-seven or whatever. He's, yeah, he he was a lot older than I realized he was. He was on the Seahawks for a while. Yeah, That's, I remember him from. the But Seahawks. like all the writers are just like, nah, just replace him. You know, yeah. like if if Tom Brady was caught, I mean, if caught Tom Brady was caught beating Giselle Bundchen, well, that would story. Be, yeah, but, um, uh, but you know, if like somebody like that, you'd think they'd you know they'd be like, ah, oh, just go pick up. Well, you don't even have to frame that as a hypothetical. You can literally look at what at what has happened when there have been accusations of domestic violence against, say, a star running back who might or a good for... defensive end. Yeah, I was yeah, just saying, Greg Hardy. Well, yeah, yeah, but. That was dumb. 
It was it was so Craig dumb. Should not have been signed. I think they have regretted no. that. Yeah. If it was any other organization, they'd admit to regretting that because it's the Cowboys. They just even the Cowboys were kind of like, we gave it a year. We're not bringing him back. A year was too much to be yeah, that. Yeah, it was. He didn't. He did not deserve to be on a roster last year, and he's not one on now. But yeah, Josh Brown is old. He's a kicker who kickers. I feel like they just kind of float around because yeah. they have good year. kickers are so inconsistent from year to year. You'll have a kicker where one year he's fantastic, and then one year where he's an absolute joke. Do you remember a few seasons ago, Mason Crosby with the Packers? Oh yes. He was having an yes. he was having an abysmal season, and people were calling for him to get cut. But he he's come back since, and he's been just fine. Yep. Well, maybe when uh, maybe when Roberto Aguayo gets cut, <laughs> yeah. you guys can pick him up. Yeah, I- I'm excited to miss like every kick under 40 yards. <laughs> uh, I I can't stop laughing. I think we we need to update this podcast every single week that he misses a kick under 40 yards. That would be great. <laughs> we just need to keep Robert Aguayo miss tracker. <laughs> He's up to oh, two, God. and we've had two weeks. What round is so, so second, second round, and he was traded up. He was traded up for the Bucks gave away picks to take him. <laughs> if, if we, if we had, I a think you could have stopped that sentence that they gave away picks and been just fine. <laughs> I'm gonna set the over under at one per game. What do you Ooh. guys take? Oh, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna be that. You bad. gotta take the under. Yeah, I want this more than one per game. Yeah, he's not gonna last half the season. Because I want to take the over. What if he misses? sixteen in his first game? Well, I'm trying to think of last year with the Steelers. The Steelers couldn't find a kicker. They they went through oh, like three that's kickers. Very true. Yeah, there was a revolving door there for a while. Because oh, uh, what's his face? The guy from who came up from Jacksonville who was there for two games against the Ravens. He just couldn't make the game-winning kick against the yeah. Ravens. He had, yeah. like, three opportunities. He had, yeah, he had a couple oh, chances. Oh, yeah. That was a big I deal. Totally that was a that. huge deal. I can't remember his name. It, it'll come to me, like, 40 minutes into the podcast, and I'll just say a name. I'll get the intern to look it up. <laughs> the intern. <laughs> uh, Sean Sweesom? I don't think no. he was. No, not Sweesom. Yeah. That's another name that Chris I always Boswell? feel like I'm no. pronouncing wrong. Swisham, Josh Scobie, Scobie. That was oh, it. Scobie oh, Scobie okay. was Scobie. That's right. Oh man, Josh Scobie. That was it. I felt so bad because I loved him in Jacksonville. Scobie Doby Do. Boo. <laughs> I'm on it today. Where guys. is he? Where is? Where's he now? I think where he retired they? as soon as the Steelers let yeah, him go. I don't think he's. I don't think he's still. Around. He ended up in. No, Jack- we saw in the Saints Wait. practice squad. <laughs> 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 Good. Nah, they re- they released him. He was on the uh, Saints practice squad last year. Ah. Uh, no. Oh well. Uh, yeah, for the very end of the year. I mean, he was old, so he's probably he can probably retire at this point. Must actually it seems like a pretty good gig to be a practice squad kicker. Absolutely. Jeez. I mean, you could you could do that forever if you're a practice squad kicker. You don't even yeah. really have to make the kicks because it's more about practicing the formations and stuff. Right. Being yeah. a practice squad kicker would own. That would be actually like if you if you put that on the, a list of of jobs in general, like that would be a pretty good job. Period. Yeah, if you lived in a cheap city and you were a practice squad quicker, you could Not probably even a cheap be city. You probably make decent money even if you live in a like in New York or you know anywhere. Maybe that should be our. Uh... Our aspirations in life to be a practice squad kicker. Once this podcast gets big enough, we'll like start uh, accosting teams. Yeah, we'll we'll have an event where we it, it'll be like that. It's always sunny in Philadelphia episode where we walk on and uh, and like kick kick the football a hundred million yards through the goalposts, and then we're on the practice squad. And then and then we'll retire, and I'll finally get my lime green Miura and be able to do cocaine off of it. I just this entire ordeal with Josh Brown has had me thinking about um, uh, what Rich Eisen's little thing that he does with like punters are people too, and I'm just thinking yeah. like kickers are people too. Kickers yeah. are also shitheads. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if well if kickers if kickers are people and if punters are people and people are shitheads, then you know it's <laughs> like did, did you guys ever uh, do you have uh, Adam Sandler's album What's Your Name his musical album. No, no. He did a musical tribute 
called The Lonesome Kicker that I think uh, you guys, it deserves a listen. It's a tribute to, uh, to, to, to kickers being people too. We can, we could just, we should read some of the lyrics, I think. We I could sing it for you. But oh my God. On the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, one lyric, one feature lyric. People think it's so easy to kick a field goal from the 30 yard line. They forget to add seven yards for the snap and 10 more because the goal posts are pushed way back. In 1974, the uprights were right on the goal line, but some of the players were running into them and getting hurt. So screw the kicker. Who cares about the kicker? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. It's a great song. I love that album. That's pretty good. Another another, another blocked kick, and everybody blames me, but it was the left guard. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know we we started... Wait, I'm going to attempt a segue here. Oh, man. So I know we started with a lot of insults, insults trading back and forth, um, but there's one thing I think you and I can agree on. Uh, me being from the worst fan base in mm-hmm. the entire NFL, which mm-hmm. I won't argue, and you liking a team from the disgusting hellhole known as New Jersey, mm-hmm. there's one thing we look forward to every season, and that is seeing who's going to get to play quarterback uh, when Tony Romo eventually <laughs> gets hurt and how bad they're going to be. And uh, it's fragilely crumbling. Yes, this is this is... A huge problem, and I'm very upset yeah. about this. Yeah. Dak Prescott looks like see, Jesus, and I don't like it. There's not going to be a Brandon like Whedon thing that happens. We're not going to get our, our Whedon, or we're not going to get Dr. Dupe on the field for the Cowboys anymore. It's not going to happen. It's not it's right. It's the worst. It's not right. It's not right. Watching them not win a single game without Romo last year for seven oh weeks in a row was the best thing I've ever seen. Because it, it, it was, they kept saying like, "Well, if the QB goes down, we still have a really good team, right? We nope. still have a really good team, right?" Nope, 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 well, nope. Well, part nope. of I think the glory of it is that these horrible backups help to solidify Romo's place as this like epically yeah. great quarterback yes. that yes. he isn't. Yeah. Everybody in Dallas thinks he's just so good, and he's just it's terrible. And I'm worried that now they've already started talking about when Dak Prescott's going to take over the starting job and I'm like, they finally got, they finally have learned. They finally caught on to the joke the rest of the NFC <laughs> knew all along which is that Tony Romo is this terrible. Is I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think Tony Romo is terrible. I think Tony Romo is quite good and that's what's bothered me about it so long because he's mm. good enough to lead that team well enough and I really wanted the fans to run him out of town, but the front office was smart enough to keep him there. Sure. I'll, mm. I'll, I'll kind of split the difference and say, I think Tony Romo is good enough. Yes. You know? that's good. He's definitely not like this super elite savior. Like Mm-mm. people seem to think he was when he went down because, but he, he can be exceptional. He's just, he, he's kind of like Philip and Eli and that he can play at a top five level, but he's a little incon- a little too inconsistent to actually be ranked yeah. up there. Yeah, well, and he always has those meltdowns too, you know, in really, really important games that are so much fun to watch and my favorite thing every year. So that's, that's, that's part of the, the glory is that when he when he has a bad game, he it's... doesn't half ass it. No, <laughs> no he, he goes full in. Was it was it last year or two years ago when he had five interceptions or like Something six like in that. one? Game that was that was against the Bills. He threw five interceptions and they still won that game because yeah. the Bills are stupid. Yeah, because the Bills. <laughs> I was watching that game. I'm like, oh, the Bills are going to cream them. I'm having so much fun. Oh, my God, Dallas won. I hate everything. Oh, the Bills. Did you see they released Carlos Williams for being fat? Yep. Uh, I will say, did did we even mention the guy who we were talking about, the quarterback we were talking about? I don't think we ever mentioned that his name is Dak Prescott. I think we did. Did we? I think we did. I think I mentioned it, yeah. Okay. Well, I I do want to adding I wanna... his name to the list of unmentionables. Good <laughs> Dallas Cowboys players. I want uh. to uh, I want to put in my take real quick and just say it's preseason, right? The numbers are astounding, but it it is preseason, so I I'm I'm not sold on it yet. That's that's my only thing. I just want to hedge the. Uh, whoa, the whoa! I, hold on! Hype. I need to stop everything right now. The Giants have signed a kicker. It's Fat Randy. What? Wait. Excuse me? What? We signed Fat Randy Bullock. Breaking news. Oh, my God. We signed Fat Randy. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, last thing I'm oh. showing is that you guys are working out different kickers. <laughs> it's Randy Bullock. It's Randy, it's Randy Bullock. Bullock. Oh my god. <laughs> no oh, way. Look at that. Oh, the Fat double chin. Yo, god, yo, he also I... looks like he's about twelve. He does. Man, if I did a new ugly ball. Oh, Randy Bullock ugly. is the best. I love fat kicker. He's not actually Jeez. that good, but I'll totally take him. <laughs> fat kicker. He's he's too slow to be a domestic abuser. <laughs> so so thirty at thirty five in his last full season uh, with the Texans in twenty fourteen. Yeah, he was having kind of a questionable year at the end. Sure, sure. I mean, well, thirty for thirty five isn't awful but that depends like what are those misses like if those misses were under 40 yards like robert aguayo style his 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 long his longest of that year was apparently 55 which is you know decent but yeah that's 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 awesome that literally we were talking about scumbag kickers and while we're talking about scumbag kickers (laughs) the giants got rid of theirs (laughs) Oh yeah. When, well, it remains to be seen if he's just filling in because Brown is suspended. Oh, that's true. I yeah, I guess I'm it's. Kind of I mean, that's possible. But I considering that the more and more news comes out about Brown, the worse it gets, and I don't see the Giants keeping them. I I don't see it happening. When it came out, it's just like, oh, he got arrested last year for a domestic violence incident, and it was like grabbing his wife's wrist. Which I will admit, I was like, okay, that can be bad, but on the list of on the spectrum of horrible things you can do to another person, grabbing their wrist a little violently isn't that high. But then it started coming out, like his wife said, there was like 20 separate incidents right, and Brown wasn't that. denying them. Yeah, it, yeah. it. the more came out, the worse and worse he looks. Yeah. I, I, would, ho- I would hope that the Giants would, you know, cut his ass and, and give the start to uh, Randy Bullock. <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe it. I got I got a tweet about this. <laughs> Pause the podcast. It's a, so it's, it's, it's been a good week. It's been a good week for Fat. Uh, well, uh, I, let's not say good. Let's say up and down week for for Fat NFL players. With you know Carlos Williams being released and then Randy Bullock being signed. I have successfully tweeted. We can move good, on with this good. podcast. Okay, cool. <laughs> I Welcome can't... back to your podcast. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> about Carlos Williams. Ex running back for the Buffalo Bills. So that was a big surprise, but it looked like he he went all full Eddie Lacy and got fat. But I think he was also facing a suspension, so the yes. Bills yeah. decided to just cut their losses. Yeah, it was the it was a substance. I'm not sure what substance it was. If it was weed or it was probably or whatever, weed. I mean, it was. It's almost always weed. Yeah, when it's like when they don't when they're not. I feel like when it's a performance-enhancing drug, they almost always get very specific with it, and otherwise they're just like, unless it's Josh Gordon, which case they're like, that dude is high all the time. Literally all the time. (laughs) And yeah, well, they're saying that the the release was strictly performance-based. Well, yeah, but if you're fat... And and I think, you know, perhaps this is a hint to what kind of substance abuse he was banned for. Uh, Doug Whaley told reporters he came in behind the eight ball... (laughs) <laughs> never caught up oh. so, for those of you so not in the know maybe, eight ball oh, yeah. eight ball is um is is I don't an eight, know. eight pound bag it's, of weed eight no ball, no eight it's, ball is coke, it's half uh it's half coke and half I is it just coke? just coke you're you're oh, learning we're, now we're... dear listeners how how like in touch and cool yeah we and are some cool kids no, we we know our drugs <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's just coke yeah that's what i thought it's an eighth it's an eighth of cocaine yeah an eight ball is an eighth of cocaine yeah okay um I, I think i've heard that before i only do bath salts okay i'm, I'm not familiar with cocaine <laughs> get 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 those well so in portland do you do you do bath salts or do you like go to lush and then do their bath salts Boo, first of all. Okay. Second of all, it's very artisanal bath salts. It's, you, <laughs> you, you can choose to see um, what kind of person whose face you're going to chew off. Oh, nice. You get to nice. select beforehand. It, certain bath salts make you want to, you know, eat like your average six-foot dude. Uh, some of them are more for older men that you want to chew. 
it, it, you can choose whatever person you want to chew on later. Oh, nice. And, and are there are there uh, certain strains that like make your skin flake off in in certain like cool scaly patterns or you know? There's one that makes you flake in incredible fractals. It's it's nice. phenomenal. I fully recommend it. <laughs> So speaking of pe- players who are going to miss games, I, I just want to talk about this because it's the funniest thing in the world. Can we talk about the Patriots for like a hot second? Because cause, cause Tom Brady... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, I wasn't going to let you. You, I, you. I learned about this from you, but Tom I Brady... I forgot it. Tom Brady, I'm gonna read the actual press release because Ray just Ray just popped oh, it no, up. Oh no, no, this is about his he, this is about his second absence. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. um, so this this absence, the newest right. the newest one is uh, Tom Brady cut his thumb with a pair of scissors and missed a preseason game. All right. Much first like, off, we cannot like... blame Brady for this. We have to blame Giselle for allowing him to run with. <laughs> Out oh the safety God. scissors. He did not have the safety scissors. Gazelle is a bad parent. You know, much like you might, if you had a really tough shift coming up and uh-huh. you just didn't want to work it, you uh-huh. just nick your thumb, you show it to the foreman, you get to go home. We've all been there. They're, they're saying that the, the news article says that Belichick, like Tom Brady showed up um, and Belichick said he made the decision because Tom Brady sliced his thumb on a pair of scissors. He made this decision for him not to play that night. Also, and now put me in, now. coach. It's just a flesh wound. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, how scissors usually are not that sharp. If you run your thumb, like, across it, you're Test not going to Test us right now, yourself. Sam. I want you, I want to hear you bleed on the podcast. I, I mean, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> We're becoming a jackass podcast, a really like the lamest jackass podcast. Nick yourself with scissors. Replicate, replicate, no, replicate. I'm down, down to do that. I'm gonna go get a pair of scissors. So let's, right let's fucking do this. I don't because I don't think it's the, I don't think it's easy. No, I that's no. that's what I'm saying is I think you actually to draw blood. You, you have you've to gotta, really you've got to substantially screw or, up handling the scissors. Yeah, you. Well, I, I'm thinking you'd have to like. You'd have to put your thumb in the scissors, not be paying attention, and then smack your fist down, like on one end. And that would I don't think damage. that. I think like, it's possible if you have a pretty decent pair of scissors. It's new, and you're cutting, and you're and you don't position your thumb correctly, and you cut down on your thumb. I can see you cutting your thumb a little bit there. If, yeah, okay. but like, who who do you know who has new good scissors? First of all, uh, I can tell you that running your thumb along the edge ain't gonna do it. Not not doing anything to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Here, I'll you fucking. No, I'll, don't. Okay, don't. okay. I was gonna say I'll fucking do it. Live uh, scientific analysis right yeah. now on intentional sounding. No, no, no. I'm Ray is Ray is trying to snip a little bit of the pad of his thumb off with the scissors, and it's just not. It's really just not going. So I think I think we're 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 testing this scientifically now, and I think. Uh, Unless you guys have any different, we had a hypothesis, and we're testing it, and I think we have now proven that Tom Brady is soft. Let <laughs> see if I can cut my fingernail. You, I'm sure you can cut your fingernail with it. That's oh yeah, not so, bad. Okay. You're gonna need to clean that so up. So if I did it, ah ah ah, <laughs> just put his whole friggin' thumb in there. Whoa. Yeah, I, li- listen. It's not easy. Your, guys. It's, I was gonna I, say you have to put in the effort. <laughs> about 30 seconds and ray's kind of been going at it a little bit to be fair these scissors are not particularly sharp but even yeah, with sharp like... scissors it shouldn't be that easy to cut your thumb off. yeah really you, unless I'm you're sure really not paying attention skin, but... yeah, i've done no. like a little damage to my like to my fingerprint but that's about it yeah so yeah tom tom brady is soft he missed a game with the bears because of a scissors related injury he probably just didn't want to play my sorry ass team, and I don't blame him. But he's also soft. How? Well, I just how, wanted to give you know we're speaking speaking of two Eastern Illinois quarterbacks. Uh, tonight. Oh. Just wanted to give Jimmy Garoppolo, G- Janine Garoppolo, <laughs> Janine Garoppolo. Just wanted to give Janine Garoppolo that opportunity to get under center before she has to start the first four games of the season. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of his deflated balls. Maybe maybe Tom Brady is just really good at 
slicing holes in things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just he was just trying to. Oh my god! Get his what is this? Home and sliced himself. <laughs> he was like, they won't let me do it on the field anymore. I gotta oh take god. care of this at home. <laughs> I'm gonna deflate my thumb a little they, bit. They didn't. They didn't say where the scissor injury happened, so they didn't say whether it was at oh, home see. or or in an NFL like in you know an NFL stadium. So if it were in an NFL stadium, what was what was Tom Brady using those scissors for? Is it Deflate Gate Part Two? Was he was oh he God, using? This? So. Oh man! Maybe he maybe he had the scissors so that the one blade was kind of pointed oh, down oh, at the. Oh, oh. Uh, it the was, seal? It was, it was field side. According to the report... Oh my goodness! <laughs> Brady was trying to pry something from underneath his cleats. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> as he was getting ready to take the what? field. What? Okay, so we're making jokes about the So that is absolutely the slice style. That, the the, the, yeah, like, oh, the that's slice true. on the edge. If, you're, if you have your hand... And that is... If you're, well, if you're grabbing... You have to grab it that way, right? You have to grab it this way, and if you're really prying, I just went pretty hard. And can, of well, it, it'll good. be it would be it slipping against yeah. the cleat, and that would I can kind of see how that happens. Jesus Christ! But Tom Brady, one, why do you have a pair of scissors on the field during practice? Number two, why are you why are you why are you trying to pry something off the also if you're if you can blame your assistant or whoever for deflating all your balls how come you can't get that same assistant to pry something, <laughs> pry out, of something your out of your fucking, fucking cleats? cleats jesus christ tom brady god why <laughs> may he fade into obscurity um, the obscurity from whence he came Speaking of obscurity, I do want to point this out real quick. This isn't going to last, but uh, my favorite NFL quarterback, the flow Blaine Gabbert, put up a an historic stat line in his most recent game <laughs> uh, for the 49ers getting the start, oh uh, going six for nine for 69 yards. Nice. <laughs> Becoming the nicest NFL quarterback in the history of the game. He's also from Baldwin, Missouri. It's <laughs> <laughs> apparently true. Literally nice. just looked it up. We're going to have awesome. to stay on the 49ers for a bit here That's because fine. they did something really funny last week and they signed Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder is a first round bust from the 2011 draft. He is now backing up Blaine Gabbert, a first round bust from the 2011 <laughs> draft. He is also possibly backing up Colin Kaepernick, a second-round bust from the 2011 draft. Chip Kelly now has three quarterbacks on his team from the 2011 draft, and they're all the bad ones. I was I was going to say, he has three quarterbacks from the 2011 draft, but does he really have any quarterbacks from the 2011 draft? I'm pretty sure Jake Locker would be on this team now if he wasn't retired. If he weren't retired, yeah. I remember when he retired. I kind of was sad about that. Let's, I'm, let's... I'm, I'm firmly in Camp Kaepernick. I think he's gonna. I think he's a good quarterback. I I, I think he he's. I think he's done. I think he reached his peak, and at this point, he's a broken shell of a man. Oof. He, he's got. He's had like dead arm problems in camp. He that's had true. No, surgery. That's true. He, he's apparently just terrible now. I he, I I think Kaepernick. We saw Pete Kaepernick when he took them to the Super Bowl. I think Kaepernick is not gonna ever ever be good again we've seen him play uh you know in recent years he started a few games he just he he hasn't had the range that he has had before he, he didn't used to be people forget that hat tip pft commenter pf uh people forget that colin kaepernick had a frigging cannon for an arm it wasn't just that he was fast and and could scramble and make plays it was that he could scramble and make plays, but you were always afraid that if he kind of tucked that ball back in, he could find someone fifty yards down the field. Yeah, he can't do that anymore. Or no, at least, or at least that's he the biggest problem. Shown it. Up until last year, I would have considered Cap's problems pretty much all mental. Yeah. Just watching him, it just felt like he had completely lost his confidence, and he still had all the physical tools, but because of all the drama that was happening in San Francisco, bad coaching, trying to make him in something here. It just felt like he they took him away from what he was good at to try and mold him into something else, and he lost 
his confidence and it, I, I swear watching him it felt like it was completely mental he still had all the tools but now he might not physically yeah. have the tools now but, if his but, arm is dead I, that's the thing I don't think you're wrong about the, the mental problems he had either it's just that I there were there are also I think physical problems now too where he he isn't the same quarterback he used to be I still I, I root for him because I Me love too. those kind of dynamic quarter. When Colin Kaepernick was playing well, there were few other people in the. He league was so he fun to watch. I loved so watching him run watch. because he was like a gazelle. He, he really took was. he took half the amount of steps of everyone else on the field, but he went faster because he had such yep. a long stride. Yep. Plus, he made old crusty white people angry, and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, now you're making me sad because all those hot takes about how Kaepernick was going to flame out, like... They all became true. Yeah. Fuck that, right? Yeah. We'll say, there are some other cherry choices from the uh, 2011 draft. So you've got the the good ones. There's, these are future, uh, future 49ers quarterbacks. You've got Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Those yep. are the good ones. Uh, we've already mentioned the bad ones, some of them. Ryan Mallett. Another one. Oh, yeah. Ryan Mallett yeah. was in that draft. I forgot. TJ Yates, another great quarterback. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so Ryan Mallett and TJ Yates were both on the Texans at the same time. Yes. So people just what? like they're like like Pokemon cards. People just gotta collect. <laughs> yeah, collect them all. Um, the the <laughs> rarest though, draft. the rarest ones that you're you're trying to get the Ricky Stanzi. Oh, oh my God, Stanzi! I forgot that Stanzi got drafted in the fifth round by the Chiefs. Oh my God, uh, Greg McElroy, who was taken by the Jets, of course. Oh, that's right. Round. He started that one game because San- that was butt fumble year. Sanchez mm-hmm. did so poorly, yes. and yes. instead of starting Tebow, they started Greg McElroy. And on all the Tebow fans got really upset because McElroy was a rookie and the third stringer, and they just passed Tebow over. And uh, in the fifth round, 160th pick, the Chicago Bears took Nathan Enderly from Idaho. <laughs> so uh, let's take a look at Nathan Enderly's uh, professional career. Well, he played career, for the Portland which... Thunder in 2014. Well, so. he, he... I saw him play then. Really? I, I, I went to a, a oh, game. Yeah. You tell me what you actually I, I went to a few arena football, football games. games. I did not realize... <laughs> that, that you I was laughing because I saw Darren Thomas play for the Portland Thunder as well. Oh, wow. Was he... Darren Thomas is a WWE superstar, I think. He's I'm thinking a... of the Ducks quarterback. No, Darren Young. Darren Young is... No, Darren Thomas is, is on the now Portland Steel. Yes, they, they yes. the Thunder are now defunct, and now they are the Portland Steel. The, the Wikipedia page says, end of the Thunder and enter the Steel. Which is hilarious, Which because like we're not novel. we are not yeah. an industrial town at all, and when we were named the Thunder, we do not have thunderstorms here. The, the climate is too mild. So they do not know how to name teams out here for real football. Portland Venti Latte, I guess, doesn't really have a, a ring to it. Ooh. Portland mild rain cloud. <laughs> the Portland fixies. The Portland fixies. Portland gearheads. The Portland yeah. gearheads would be pretty cool, actually. Actually, actually, that's a great name. See, they should pay and, me and to that, do that. That that logo kind of kind of does itself, Dave. You'd know all about that. It would just be a gear with a beard and gauged ears. I, oh my god! <laughs> no, a gear with a beard and a beard. I I would yeah. I would wear that shirt for that team that doesn't exist. That's awesome. We should we should create our own arena arena football team. It wouldn't be that hard. You guys come up with the names and the histories. I can draw the logos. Cool. Who's gonna play the football? <laughs> I thought that was you. I thought you were gonna say I'll play the football. I'll play the football. I can't play the football. You 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 don't know what I look like. I'm a tall lanky doofus. So. Uh, Classic I TLD. would break immediately. It's okay. I don't value my uh, my brain, so I'll play the football. <laughs> Good. I'll be GM. I feel bad watching arena football. The few times I've gone to the game, that these these kids are throwing themselves at the wall extremely violently for no money at all. Is it so? I actually am not sure. Are there injury? injuries in arena football to the same extent that there are in in pro in the nfl in terms of i i think you i mean it's more or less the same sport 
but it's even more contact because there's no out of bounds. You just hit the wall. Well, but it's a. Well, I guess. It, I mean, it's a padded, padded wall, wall, but you see, really you see a lot of plays there, where the quarterback will throw it and the the receiver will dive and end up on the other side of the wall. Like I saw one game, there was at least six injuries that wow. were that looked pretty bad. It was like. It did not look like it looked like a game you could only play if you truly loved football and you were trying to make sure. something out of it. But sure. the kicker for the Portland Thunder at the time had like a restaurant in North Portland, and that was his actual career. He just he's just like kicking the ball. <laughs> nice, a restaurateur slash arena football kicker. You know, that's not some that's that's something you could aspire to. It's... I think I think that that. You just had a Freudian slip there. Did Instead I say, say expire something to? Something to aspire to. Something no! to expire oh, to. Oh, God. Which Ooh, is perfect. That is perfect. Football, it's something to expire to. Wow. Isn't that what we're all doing? All of us yeah. football fans just slowly just expiring to football? <laughs> football. If you're a really old person, it's be like, Matlock, something to expire to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. <God>. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're we're it's it's our twentieth episode. We've taken our uh, we've taken like philosophy three hundred three, and now we're really fucking nihilist. <laughs> we haven't even started to drink yet. No. <laughs> Just imagine how it's going to be in a couple years. Jesus. Oh man, I really hope you guys do a drinking game for the next episode. Oh God, we could. We should. We yeah. Why don't we make a? Uh, we could make right now a uh, an intentional sounding drinking game for folks to play at home. It should be a drinking game about our podcast. Just how many times Sam says something? I was going to say how many Dave times says I something? say you know. Well, I edit most of those out, so That's true. because I'm trying to not get our view listeners <laughs> into the hospital. Okay. <laughs> Do a shot if Pokemon gets brought up. <laughs> you did it that time, so that's know, not even it's... my fault. <laughs> um, chug for the dura- uh, for the duration of time spent talking about the steeplechase. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, we should probably do something for like dirt dirtbag fandom moments. Drink for the entire time Sam drags out his plug at the end. Yep, I do, I do, I do, I do that a lot. Every time, every time Northwestern or uh, Northwestern quarterbacks are awkwardly shoehorned into the uh, conversation. Speaking of which, oh, it's not awkward today. Trevor Simeon named a starting quarterback for the next Denver Broncos game. Let's go, boys. That's two in a row. It's, that is two in a I, row. Like I more, feel that's more job security than he ever had at Northwestern. That's very true. We were talking about this before, actually, when Trevor Simeon started becoming a thing. Uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know that Trevor Simeon has, hasn't really been a starter for more than about a season. And even then, he didn't play. Two half seasons? He, he, he got injured at the latter half of his senior year, the only season he was the true starter. And he didn't play every game. No. And, like, I, for one, was calling for his head when he was the starting quarterback in Northwestern. Yeah, I thought he was were. terrible. <laughs> were. And now he's going to replace Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, yep. Uh, I mean, he's he's the most senior member of that QB's team. He is. So. Well, no. I feel bad for Sanchez. Sanchez just can't stop fucking up. We we were talking about this last week and about how we both kind of want to give him some credit because in in previous years he's been he he's, he's been, been the okay. butt of all jokes, the but literal butt of the all butt jokes. Of all jokes because when he fucks up, it's spectacular. It is I... a spectacular fuck up. And then in in the last preseason game, he fumbles it in the red zone, I believe twice. Or was it yeah. just once? I, I I honestly can't remember. But do you guys have this kind of patience with like customer service representatives that you talk to on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> like I feel bad for the guy. He's been trying and trying for years, and he yeah, still can't still get can't. my cable bill to me. Like I no, feel a little bit. I feel garbage. a little bit bad for customer service representatives because. I try to be nice to customer service representative because they have to deal with so much shit during the day. And having worked in uh, customer service and retail, I know customers are by and large terrible, terrible people. 
But the flip side of that, though, is the customer service rep you're talking with at Comcast, because it's always Comcast. Of course it's Comcast. Um, Comcast, the, the New York Jets. Oh, God. <laughs> Cable companies. Hot takes. <laughs> Looking for sponsors of the podcast. Uh, Comcast, if you want us to not talk shit about you, pay us a lot of money. If you want us to not talk shit about you, stop being fucking terrible. Or, or, or just pay us a lot of money. I'm cool with either. <laughs> That's true. If you pay us a lot of money, I'll sell, sell out. out. Heart I'll totally <laughs> sell out. But so, so the, the the difference though is the the Comcast Xfinity guy you're talking to doesn't have really any any ability to to change that much. Mark Sanchez does. Also, the difference is the customer service guy isn't getting paid millions and millions, or hasn't been paid millions and millions of dollars over the course of his career. To, to not fumble it in the end zone or into someone's butt. I've never seen the customer service guy fumble it in the end zone, you know? Yeah, no, no. Uh, now it sounds like it's slang for something. <laughs> this is getting a little little dirty here. We're, we're, we're turning 20, man. It's, it's time to experiment. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, this is the college years. Yeah. Th- things get freaky in college. Uh, that's kind of how I just picture the steeplechase happening. Just weird college experimenting. Track and field getting freaky in college. And Tra- track and field, just, oh, sprinting and hurdles and, and, and long jumps. No, no, just sprinting hurdles and long jump. Kind of, you know, they end up in the dorm one night. They're just kind of talking. They're just chatting. And maybe maybe someone puts a hand on another one's thigh. And things just go places. And because... And then the roommate spills their bong water. Well, uh, no, I was going to say, what? Then, 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 like, diving or synchronized swimming, like, tries to open the door and then gets, like, shushed out of the, like... No, no, I was just saying that at the end, things tend to get a little wet and messy. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a better joke than either. And then there, and then there's just an Olympic, um organizer on the opposite side of the door listening and he's like that's my fetish and that's how the steeple just is born. he's jacking off saying boys will be boys oh, God. <laughs> oh the olympics it was a it was I, I i said this already but from front to back it was it was a very good olympics i enjoyed watching simone biles win everything i also enjoyed watching katie ledecky win everything i also enjoyed watching michael phelps win everything and i enjoyed hearing about ryan lock DPing on a gas station that was probably the funniest thing out of the olympics for me i i mean i'm that i'm that jerk who just roots for chaos and stupid things to happen so ryan lock was probably my favorite part of the olympics so my my the funny thing about that whole thing to me is if if you watch the interview or or read what actually happened so lochte lied about being robbed but he didn't lie about having a gun pointed at him and being forced to give someone money. The, the difference is he was being forced to give money to someone because he peed on a gas station and it was for yeah. damages. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really count as being robbed. When a security <laughs> guard has his gun out, is not really going to shoot you, but is saying, you have to stop peeing on this gas station please pay us so and it was like what it was like 40 bucks it was a very small amount of money i think that that lochte had to pay and i think well part of it the thing about him claiming that he was robbed that i think is making this a bigger deal even than it should be is that he's clearly as a white person white male like clearly leveraging the fact that rio de janeiro is known for crime yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, I will it's say when so the story clearly broke, a scumbag move. If he had just yeah. been, you know, if he, it just, it's, uh, it's just so, you know, it's not literally what happened so much as it is. You can just tell that guy's a shit. I was going to say, who, who among us on this podcast has not gotten drunk and peed all over a gas station? And then been and then forced, been at, forced gunpoint at gunpoint to, to pay for your damages. I, I just call that Tuesday. Yeah, yeah I mean, there we go. To, I literally have been caught peeing in public by a security guard. Yep. That's true. I, they shined they shined a, their spotlight from their car on me. I was like deep. I was actually, I was working a gig downtown Chicago. And like, I just, I had, I just had, I, I had just left the gig and it was a very fancy restaurant. And I, like, I discovered I had to pee really badly while I was waiting in the car for my boss to pick up his phone. 
and I like didn't want to go back in the gig, It'd be mm-hmm. really awkward, and ask them about their bathroom because it's a fancy restaurant. I went down an alley to pee, and there was a dumpster, so it wasn't even like you know it was a dumpster blocking the whole alley, and I was like peeing in this dumpster. And this campus security guard comes up, because I guess we were on some Chicago University campus, and, like, flashes a light on me. And I tell you, it went back up in. Oh, God. I was so scared. <laughs> Froze I, the stream. Oh, my God. I didn't even think it was physically possible. I think I had to, like, go to physical therapy after that, just just because I had sucked so much back in. Oh, God. I was more pee than man at that point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm ruining your podcast again. <laughs> Ta- talking about dumpster piss. The, the peecast. Uh, the dumpster really brought that story together. It's like, yeah, I, I was caught by a security guard peeing, but it was behind a dumpster, which really brings out the class, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm no Lochte. <laughs> Although the silver hair, I might, I might try that. He, out. When he was on the Today Show, he had re-dyed his hair, I guess. So that he didn't look like such a douchebag. Yeah, they like, oh, God, they just like had to do anything they could to make him look like less of a shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I will I will say that I was firmly in the Lochte camp when the story broke because the the way the story broke, it was like Lochte and his mom claimed that Lochte got robbed at a gas station in Rio de Janeiro where we had heard about all these other people getting like abducted, kid, kidnapped, or robbed. And then the IOC comes out and says, that didn't happen. And the IOC, not really known for being the most truthful of organizations. So I guess I'm part of the problem. Um, but at the same time, Lock, you fucking shitbag. You knew what you were doing. You know what you were doing when you told your, when you told your mom to, what an asshole. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we got, we're down to the last few minutes here. So we might as well just rattle off a couple lightning takes of yeah. news that happened this past week. Uh, Bruce Arians, uh, he's okay. He, there was a little scare there. We had to be taken to the hospital. You guys heard about that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm very glad that everything was all right. Um, he's, he's honestly one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Right? We talked about him earlier, Caleb Sturgis. Caleb Sturgis, he suffered a concussion when he was hit by a punt during warm-ups. Well, it makes sense when you wear that stupid-ass helmet. <laughs> Damn it, Caleb. <laughs> That must have been a hell of a punt to hit the helmet like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Giants are a really bad football team. Yep, so are the Bears. So we, we got blown out by the Bills. It was, it was disgusting. It's still preseason. None of it matters. That's 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 what I'm. Well, and the score the myself. score doesn't matter, but the play kind of matters. And our offensive line is really really bad. I guess that's right. Yeah, if you if you're looking at like line play and. And things like pretty that. much everyone but Eli and the wide receivers was bad on the offense at least our defense actually well, looked okay I was gonna say is that that's not new for the Giants I mean no no you've always it's... had kind of a shitty o line you've always you know had Eli and and pretty damn good wide receivers so you know the pass rush though pass rush yeah. was good yeah what's uh Vernon got a sack on Tyrod and uh yeah they they the defense the run defense was stellar snacks and they contained the Bills run game very well although maybe they did that because they weren't going up against Fat Carlos um the Dolphin Stadium has been named Hard Rock Stadium that's so that's just so perfect no it's amazing <laughs> because because the Miami Dolphins are the Hard Rock Cafe of NFL teams yeah, you see it and you're like, oh, that sounds exciting. And then you it try it out is. and it's, it's so disappointing. <laughs> I once went to a hard rock cafe in with a 400-person high school band. Mm-hmm. And oh, they had to God. feed those 400 people. And we got the worst quality meat in a burger I've ever gotten. And it became a race of 400 students to the hotel to see who could poop I, first. I was, I was, I was. <laughs> it was, it, it, this is literally true. It was that bad. It was <laughs> atrocious. And like, we all were racing to our hotel rooms, like tripping over each other. Again, still, still looking for sponsors for the podcast. So Hard Rock Cafe, <laughs> if you want us to go on record and, uh, and take back everything we just said about you, 
Uh, and also the Miami Dolphins. Hey man, since we have I'll just never, I'll never to... get, I'll never get that part of my intestines back. Don't you <laughs> take their sponsorship money? That's dirty money. I, I will. Okay, so that's that's your Knicks. I guess I guess Budweiser. I'd never take their sponsorship money. So. Ooh. I would take anyone's sponsorship never. money. How dare you, Dave? How dare <laughs> I, you? I I have no standards. How dare you? Of course, I have no standards. I've allowed you both on. Liar frauds. <laughs> the truth. The truth comes out. It's very true. <laughs> if I had standards, even... neither of you would be on this podcast. Yeah, Speaking true. of standards and the NFC East, the Eagles looking pretty good. Through two, they look okay. Shut out the Steelers in their last uh, last game. I feel like the I, preseason, so you can't really judge anyone. It's re- it's it's so it's hard really to judge because I mean you are looking for performances of players. The score doesn't mean a damn thing but even so you can't tell exactly how well a team's going to do because coaches are so unwilling to give up to give game film of the yeah. things they really want to try the other the other thing is that since they're mixing up the way they play both offense and defense not like i guess not the way they play but the personnel on offense and defense yeah it's hard to see the actual groove and the actual offense or defense uh that these teams are going to come out in during the regular season if they're if they want to give playing time to to these people if there's a starting job uh battle or something like that it's it's tough to actually kind of get a grasp on how all of these pieces work together and in football where it's that's kind of the thing a running back's not going to look good if if the o-line isn't good it all kind of works in tandem, so it's really hard to get a bead on uh, on where these teams are. They were they yeah. were saying that uh, I was watching earlier today. They were talking about Dak Prescott, I think, on like NFL Live or something, and they were saying that you know the Detroit Lions, before their own sixteen season, went undefeated in the preseason. So, yep. You know, it's yeah. It you you just can't really predict anything. The one last bit of news I wanted to bring up was the Eagles and Chargers had a kind of a bizarre out-of-nowhere trade. The Eagles gave up a nobody lineman to get Doriel Green Beckham from the Titans, which oh, I think man. the Titan I think the Titans are stupid cuz Beckham, Beckham is Beckham is a complete like he seems like a head case who doesn't try, but he he has way more upside than the person they got rid of. So I think the Titans, I think the Titans are stupid, and there's a reason they drafted first. There, the other thing is there There could also be a reason why they wanted to get rid of Doriel Green Beckham. There could be something. There could be a, um, oh my god. I, I think he seems like a locker room uh, problem. The guy on the Buccaneers, what is his name? Josh... Hartnett. <laughs> Close. Scobie. Uh, no, the guy that got kind of blacklisted from the league. Uh... Gordon for the Browns? No, 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 quarterback. Val. Yes, Josh Freeman. Thank Josh you, Freeman. Josh Freeman. Jesus, that was really going to bug me. I was not going to let you end this podcast until we came up with that name. There could be a Josh Freeman thing going on where he got, because Josh Freeman got traded when the team that traded him knew more about him than the team they were trading him to. So. Well, the Eagles needed uh, wide receiver help. That's, that's very desperate. They do, because right now they're stuck with something called Ruben Randall, who I can assure you is a really, really bad thing to rely on. Uh, it was really funny watching the Eagles be like, hey, yeah, okay, we got Ruben Randall from the Giants, that'll help. And then they actually watched him in a game, and they're like, oh, that's why the Giants let him walk. I've made a terrible mistake. I don't miss you, Ruben. I don't miss you. I, I hope you give... 50% effort and run the wrong route for the rest of your career. It's a very good blessing to give a player who leaves your team. I hope you give 50% effort and do and still do everything wrong for the rest of your life. Yep. And that you have a and that you have a very long career. There you go. Yes. Continue yes. to continue to get paid but I hope he goes every to every I hope he goes to every single team for just at least half a season and just catches one pass for each team <laughs> for three yards on second and 15. Good. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Wow. It's like the darkest That's version of savage. may the road That's rise up to meet yeah, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Terrible Irish blessing. And that's how I choose to end this podcast. So before we go, 
Ray, would you like to plug yourself here? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at R-A Rayberg, which is spelled R-E-H-B-E-R-G. That's confusing, so maybe you don't have to do that. Maybe you can just come find me in real life, uh, doing theater in the Chicagoland area. Cool. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, uh, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-C-E-S-E-S-E-S. I also write for Yardbarker.com and Gamescape.com, and I've got some articles and of course i'm draw play dave you can find me on twitter at draw play dave you can find me on facebook at the draw play comic you can find me on patreon and of course at the draw play.com thank you for listening next week we're legal to drink <laughs> <laughs>